From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Here we go. Last hour, hour number three of the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, during the uh, break, Bill George was out uh, doing something. Getting snacks. Saw our buddy Steve Austin uh, heading down to Key 105. Go do his shift today. Saw him out there messing around. Well, last week we had uh, Jeff from One and Done Feeders in here, and he was amazed. He he, What he believed a radio station was, it, this, this blew his mind how many different channels are under the same area. Yeah. I always I took a picture and he walked down the hallway and it's like every door is a radio station. Just about. <laughs> so it's uh, somewhere down the building. But uh, during the break where I was looking at uh, Carlos's uh, Facebook page because we want to talk to his, uh, his soul about how his trip was down in Argentina. But he's like, dude, go check out the video that I have on my Facebook page uh, about this place that he went to. And... Uh, fabulous place out in the middle of nowhere. There's yeah. this gorgeous Spanish style mansion. It almost looks like it used to be an old mission or something out there. It's so big and uh, you know, it's, it's a beautiful place. What's it, what's it called again? It's called Los Cristones Lodge. Los Cristones Lodge. Yeah. It's a David Denny's operation. And it's down in uh, Argen- outside of Argentina. How do yeah, you get there? It's, it's near what they call Castelli. Uh, it's probably uh, like two hours from Buenos Aires. Okay, so uh, let's let's start from the beginning. First off, Tony says you want to go. You say yeah, I'm going to go. You and the no, wife. I said no. Nah, nah, I'm man, not going to go. Can't, I can't swing that or whatever. And then my wife was like, "You got to go." And one of our mutual friends, she needed want, a break. Yeah, she, that too. <laughs> you can blame her. You know, she. Um, you know, he, he said, "Hey, I got a couple guys going." Um, you know, two colleagues and two clients, and I want you to be part of it. You know, the past couple times you haven't come, and this time I have a slot, and it's not going to be that much. And you know, I, we we you know we made it happen, man. Now, so you jump on a plane in Tampa, and you go where? Uh, Miami, and then from Miami flew straight about a nine and a half, ten hour flight. Wow, from Miami to there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a long flight. Yeah, especially when Tony's sitting in first class and I'm all the way in the back <laughs> of the plane in economy. Uh, Next so, to the bathroom. Yeah, he's made so many trips that he's first class. He, there he can lay down and sleep. Sure. And I'm I'm over in a little chair in the back. Yeah, you know? but I mean, this is a nice flight. You're not sitting there next nah, to nah, some nah. Uh, lady in a poncho with a chicken on her lap. No, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a little bigger than, you know, Southwest. Yeah, it's a nice flight planes. down there. Yeah. And so you get there and do you drive to this place or do you you have to jump on a little hopper and go to a different place? No, no, no. You get to the airport and, and you have a driver there with an iPad with your name and they pick you up. They take you um, through the city. So it's a driver the from country. the lodge itself? Um, yeah, they contract everything. They have okay. people. They have a big operation. It's it's actually, um, you know, five star, man, from front, you know, from beginning to end. It's five star. Now, uh, again, you didn't you didn't bring your own firearm. No, I re- I rented it. It's like seventy five bucks a day. Yeah. They have Berettas and Brownings and you know all, all 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 the shotguns, Remingtons, you know Winchesters. What guys are comfortable with, or something that you may have owned in the past. I I use Berettas because that's really all I use now. 
Now, so when you when you arrive, of course, you go through customs, all that kind of stuff like that. And yeah, you, and I always get stopped at customs for some reason. <laughs> or, but, you know, that's I'm used to it. So, but then afterwards, you get in the car, you drive. Well, how long is it? You said two hours, two hour drive. Well, I mean, I'll tell you one thing about Argentina. If there's four lanes, there's six lanes of cars driving in it. it it's pretty crazy, and a lot of motorbikes, and it was just a, a zoo. Uh, a ride that should take forty five minutes took about an hour and a half, and that's because my guy took a shortcut to the country. But you have to go through the city in order to get to... Right. So once you get outside the city, does it open up and get easier? Or is it just crazy all the way No, it it opens up and gets easier. And it's really beautiful countryside. And just the the amount of wildlife, especially, you know, birds, you know, from pigeons. You know, they got those Picazoro pigeons and they're like a pound. You know, they're huge. They're hard to kill. Not like what I grew up cutting my teeth in New York, you know, <laughs> killing, uh, you know, those rock pigeons and city pigeons. But Right. Now, but th- this place here, I mean, when I look at it, you know, when I picture Argentina, when I, I think of those areas, I always picture mountains, and then, but there's also plains and, yeah. and beautiful areas out there because they grow a lot of cattle. I know with the gauchos and, you know, the, the, the original cowboys and stuff from down in there. Yeah, there's a lot of agriculture down there. A lot, a huge amount of it. So I, I think that probably contributes to the amount of bird life that's out there as well. So Look, Sebastian runs Los Cristones and Tony's the manager, um, you know, that handles, he, he handles about 20 lodges. So, you know, fishing or, you know, hunting or, or a combo. Los Cristones is a combo place because I actually shot a black buck antelope as well. Um, and it was on a 10,000 acre um, ranch. And uh, I think they they have about eight thousand more or less. I guess the biologists have told them, you know, and, of the and, black? I, and I saw at least two thousand of those, and also the uh, Axis um, deer as well. Axis deer, no yeah. fallows, no psychos, any of that stuff. No, I think they might have some, but you know, that's not on the it's not on their uh, lineup. <laughs> lineup, but how long ago did they bring the uh, blackback antelopes in there? Do you know how no, long I'm they've not, been there? I'm not sure about that. Um, they're a strange critter. I mean, they're they're kind of finicky on where they can live and, and be prosperous. I know that uh, Carrie Elijah used to have some out there on the ranch and out there on the island. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it's too rainy, if it's too nasty or too wet, they don't do very well, and they 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 wither and die. Well, basically, they're, flour- they're flourishing there because I probably saw at least two thousand that that day. Yeah, you know, now, just driving around. And- now, why did you pick that over an axis deer? Um, I don't know, just because it, it's, you know, something really, really different. And uh, Are you going to be able to get that back here to the United States? Does that be mounted first? And then... Uh, um, no, you can get it back to the United States. It just takes a, it takes a little bit to get the paperwork and all that stuff done. But yeah. it, it's, if it's just, it has been, to be mounted been, first or it has to be, you know, skull no, no. cleaned or any of that other stuff so it doesn't come I'm, in? I'm not sure of the particulars. I didn't talk to Tony about that, but I know he'll he'll let me know. But he will follow been, all the rules and regulations. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. And it's been six weeks. So, yeah. so it hasn't been that long. Yeah. So, so. You're, you're bringing in uh, your uh, the horns of the antelope? and And the head. And the whole the, thing? No, just like, I guess. A skull mount, like a European guess, mount? No, I guess it's going to be a shoulder mount. Oh, okay. So, so that'll be nice. And I'm thinking of using uh, the guy up in Tavares, uh, Bob Sherd from Sun Trophy. I actually left him a message yesterday to see, you know, last minute kind of to see if he wanted to call in. But I've been looking at what he does, and he does a great job. Well, now that we got the antelope out of the way, did you get to eat it? Yes, we did, actually. Yeah? How yep. was it? It was it was amazing. We had it uh, the day before we left. No, the day that we did leave um, as appetizers. 
and then they served it at lunch um, as a, like a meat and potatoes. It was amazing. Really? I have pictures of it. Yeah. Okay. So better than a bologna sandwich, I bet. Uh, absolutely. All right, no county meals there. Well, we'll talk birds when we come back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford, Bill George. Are you awake, buddy? I'm awake. Hour three. It's nice. usually not the time that he's awake, but we'll be back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. I think you had them a little word on the other side. Boy. Because, like, 15 seconds out, there wasn't <laughs> yeah, any of no, us in the room. I know, I know. They were getting nervous. <laughs> we're all professionals here, man. That's all right. Erin knows what to do. She can get on there and kick on the thing. She knows yeah, the thing on there. She's got a backup plan. That's right. There's there's 26 people over in the other room, so it's all good. They, they would figure it out. <laughs> They'd be good. Just uh, play the music a little longer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Braden, Bill, and Carlos in the studio today. If you're wondering where Glenn is, he's out working today. And uh, Jonathan is out in New Mexico, air quotes, working as well out there, working for his clients to uh, get some uh, mule deer meats and stuff in the freezer, which is all good. And uh, we before the break, we were talking a little bit to uh, Carlos about his great and wonderful adventure down in uh, Argentina. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when most people think about Argentina, they think about the dove hunting down there. That's the first thing you always see, you know, on uh, the ads and all the hunting shows and stuff, everybody goes down to Argentina for the doves and the ducks. And now that is, that's the original reason why you went down there, correct? For birds? Um, I actually, me personally, I went for the duck hunting, but you know, out of all the hunting that I did there, the Perdiz, the black buck, you know, and other monk parakeet and picazoro. Parakeets? Um, per- yeah, they're, they're a plague over there. They're an invasive uh, critter that's yeah, been there. They, we, they, they told us. You they know, tear shoot, up everything. They said shoot every single one you see. If you get a chance, you'll be helping the farmers. Um, so, you know, it was just one of those deals um, where there's a mixed bag every day. You know, you get to pick what you want to do and. Um, you know, for me, the dove hunting was actually at the bottom of the list. Well, yeah, because you get to, you know, you can kind of do that back plus, home. Plus, plus, I was actually pretty terrible uh, <laughs> shooting shooting them, but I did shoot a box of shells, and I, I was spinning. I mean, I was they were all over the place. They were flying a bit high. I saw I mean, the video. I mean, they're it, everywhere. Yeah, it's not. It's not like like they said. It's not Cordova. That's where you, if you want to just dove hunt, that's where you're going to go. They have Cordova. A lo- they have a lodge there as well. Oh, very nice. Um, but this one, you know, this is actually just, you know, um, mixed bag place. Hold that thought. Let's get to Richard on the phone. He's calling in. He says he's got something very important to talk about. So, Richard, what's going on? Since I talked to you, I got a phone call from my cousin's wife. My cousin passed away three years ago. And she asked me, what am I doing the, f- the first Monday after Thanksgiving? I go, why? She said, we just acquired... Um, the property's alongside of ours. Now we have 1,400 acres. You want to come up and I'm go in. hunting? I'm in. <laughs> and and this, some of it is farmland, so there's doe permits, too. She doesn't know how many. And she said, you have been pester- you were pestering your cousin for all these years, and the great-grandkids are the ones that approached her and said, do you still want the property? And she said she gave... 
offered him like 60% of what her husband was offering, and he took it. Wow. Nice. Good deal. There and you we're, go. We're talking like, we're, we're talking like uh, central Pennsylvania, off, right off of Interstate 80. Oh, Bill got and a gleam that, in his I, eye. I'm all there. I'm I have no there. idea what you're and, talking about. And, and we're talking to counties that when they nailed a bunch of restaurants, oh, I guess about six, eight years ago in New York City for having venison. And out of DNA, they found out it was coming out of Clearfield County and Kerbinsville County. And that's this is the area that it is. Well, I will be up yeah. there that week. <laughs> I'll be up there as well. <laughs> I'm putting in vacation on Monday. Really hiding in uh, well, and, and she says, oh, by the way, because of all the stuff that her husband had been doing, my cousin been doing, uh, she said right now they got anywhere from three to four black bears up there, good size ones. And in Pennsylvania, they hunt them. Yep. Oh, well, they're like the back of the property is like almost like a big cliff, rock cliff with all kinds of caves in it. Oh, that's perfect habitat. And, and she's like, you know, she goes, she said, I thought of you. And my her son goes, you got to call Richard yep. and see if he's going to come up and see if his wife is going to let him. Well, Richard, I'm I'm over in Tynesta every year, so that's not too far from where you're at, just north of yeah. 80. So if you need a guide up there to help you out, uh, give Bill George a call, and you guys can hook up when you get up there to uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Oh, speaking with Bill George, when I was at that FWC meeting, yes. that conference, um, I brought up about shooting over there at Tinnerock. Yes. And they it, do. They do have permission to open it up. The problem is, they have to go and survey all the where all the homes are on the property and all the buildings. <laughs> so it would, you know, for directional shooting, so you don't yeah. see somebody's house. Mm-hmm. Yes, but the thing is, this they could open up tomorrow for archery. Yes, zero oh, yeah. work. Yep, all they're doing is they're dragging their feet they're and they don't time. want to do it. Yeah, they're buying time is all they're doing. Yeah, they got to well, get they, more biologists in there and they got to do more evaluations and more, 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 yeah, more. Yeah, but that was, I was talking to a biologist. He had just gotten, the, the week of that meeting I was at, um, he had just gotten the written okay to open it up after this other stuff was taken, you know, all the plotting and all the stuff of all the dwellings was up once that stuff is taken care of all the surveying's done and so they know where everything is then it's going to be open yeah you could do that in a day with a drone well if you don't keep the pressure on them and i'm sure they have aerial footage of all that area i'm sure Sure that they know where the houses are it's just buying time i i contacted a friend of mine who's a engineer for planning he goes when do you want a map i go why he goes I can go get. I can go get your um, a government map. No, yeah. There you I can, go. I, I can have that to you in you know. Yeah. In a day or well, two, you're not the FW. You you're not the FWC, man. You're yeah. not. You're not. Uh, you're not a regulated uh, entity that has to go through, through all the hoops. And Via everything. satellite, they could have anything. They have to justify all that money that they're going to be spending to make those evaluations, my well, friend. Well, Richard, alligators. But, they don't even want you to take an alligator out of there. Nope. Okay. 
But that was I brought that up too, and they and the young man I was talking to says they know they have to start harvesting some. Even if they open it, even if they open it up for the youth, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, that's what that's basically what they're looking at to make it a youth program in there that would be an awesome because, thing that would be uh, would go hand in hand with their fishing tournament and everything else they do out there if they made that a, what, uh, they, if they made that a mecca for place for for uh youth i don't understand why i never could understand why they haven't made a youth camp out at tenor rock where they make you have to go all the way up to ocala to do that when you could do the same thing right there they, at tenor rock they they've been working on that 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 would but, be a that would be a phenomenal thing and, and in the you, central part of the state you know, where, you know what the thing is about that most of those kids up in ocala are going to do that anyway let's do it down here where most a lot of the kids don't that's what i'm saying you know, you, know, know, you got a, a lot of kids that was, in city life you got a lot of kids in lakeland and, and in plant city and in st petersburg and tampa winter haven bartow mulberry all over they'll never get that opportunity you know so that was one thing. of the big subjects too and that which was really wasn't part of the program but i got picked to be one of the committee how to come up with ideas to get youth into hunting and how to do and shooting i said well you got to teach them how to shoot before they can go hunting well that's true well and also and, basic you know, and you know what i've been okay. doing for, for close to 20 years with boy scouts yeah. Yes. And I'm I'm very adamant in it that you know what you when you point you know where it goes when you when you pull the trigger. That's you know what bow. happens, and you know what happens when it yep. when it leaves it because it you can't call it back. Yep. It's one That's of those what, things. You know when, when you tell the kids and Boy Scouts that they kind of look at you. I said you're responsible for it. That's true. Right. Well, these are all things that hopefully so, they'll be able okay. to teach them out then when they do the camp. But uh, congratulations on your newfound land up Absolutely. in PA. And thank you for calling in the show and bragging about it and making us all feel bad. Thanks, Richard. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, be, I'll listen on my. Phone. I'll listen through the phone and that about the rest. I want. I've always wanted to go to Argentina, but it's out of my ballpark anymore. Uh, well, no, you know, you even could, even could. though I grew up in Brazil for four years and that, that I was too young to go hunting. Well, yeah. we'll save that for another time, my friend, okay? Yeah. Okay, see you later. Bye. See you, Richard. Bye. See you. Thanks you for all your hard work out there, man. I know that that's one of those things uh, – Good on him for getting out there and uh, actually voicing his opinion out there at, oh, with correct. the FWC. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a step and in the right this, direction. I think that was one of the first times he'd gone out there and done that, and look how much he, he learned and educated and, and got answers to. So that's a good thing. Yeah. And yeah. Bill George points it out a lot. You know, if you if you don't go there and you don't talk to him, you, you're not going to find out. And unfortunately, yeah. I had a different FWC event that same day. I know, otherwise you guys would have been double barreling on those poor oh, dudes yeah. out there. That would have been bad. Yep. All right, we're going to take the, a break. We come back. Pressure. We, we want to hear more about the uh, trip to Argentina. At least I do. Yep. And since I'm running the show, you're going to have to listen to it, too. So it's all good. All right, we're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Sales going on right now out there. Garmin, Arctic Cat, Tika Firearms, Camping Gear, Tacticam, all that stuff. It's all out there on sale. It goes all the way through September 22nd, so go out and see them today out at G5 Feeding Outdoors. And we're also brought to you by the great and fabulous folks out there at Brandon Ford. Got that big sale still going on out there to fight to be number one in the nation. Number one in the state, but they want to be number one in the nation. So go help them out and buy a truck, Carlos. Nice. Where are the big and wild outdoors? Taking a fast one. We'll be back. Here we go. Halfway through, hour number three, the Big and Wild Outdoors. Bill George, 
Carlos Lopez. Swap the Cuban redneck in the house. Spring gun. Yeah, I got uh, Bill driving all the way over from way over there across the pond, and poor Carlos for me to drive all the way over here from Lakeland. Yep. For the second time in a couple of weeks. Yep. Sorry about that. And now man. he's talking about coming to G5. Well, that's not too far, man. Yeah, well, that's an easy drive for you. Yeah. It's all good. 15 minutes. Plus, there'll probably possibly be food being out there. So, well, you know, I, you show up and you I had a little spice and variety to the show. So, yeah. I, I, oh, by the way, oh, oh. I want to give a shout out to, oh, my, shout to my man, Eddie Eldridge. So, out there, our, our trucker from GFS, man. That's my boy. <laughs> that's my my. My, my only fan. But well, and now it. now he calls when you're he not should, here. He I know, should, I know. He should be getting pretty close back home now. I got well, a pair of socks for you, Altera socks for you, <laughs> Eddie. Don't, in my garage, don't, I didn't forget you, man. He hasn't forgot you, man. No, I'll see you at G5. There you go. Come on by and do that. But before the break and before we were talking to Richard, we were uh, reminiscing about your trip down to Argentina. Yeah. And, uh... I know you got the black-backed antelope. Did you do that? You didn't do that the first thing you did. That was like during the last part you were yeah, there? Yeah, that, the the, that was the last part. I, I think I did five duck hunts, and what I'll say to the listeners is I'm absolutely ruined for duck hunting in the United States. Oh, I'm it's, sure. It's almost like some friends that we all have that have hunted in Africa. Um, they say they're ruined for big game hunting in in the states. Well, now I got what what kind of ducks were you shooting down there? Is there things that we would know here or not? No, no. I mean, you know, there there was uh, rosy billed pitchers, white cheek, um, you know, teal. I mean, there there was some amazing. Um, ducks over there that I, I didn't even know existed until I saw the brochure. So they then, don't come to the United States. They don't migrate. They're nah, not migratory to nah, even. Not, do not, they go into Mexico or anywhere in nah, the southeast? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's all South America. Um, you know, they have their own, I guess, species over there. Ecosystem and, yeah, down there. They have thirteen types of ducks. Are they all? Are they all edible? Or are these are these yeah, trophy all, ducks? No, they're all edible. You're not allowed to bring them over. Like I couldn't mount them. I was fortunate enough to shoot nine out of the thirteen. So if you bought them, and, and I did that on the first day, by the way. How many? Nine out of the thirteen duck species. I shot nine of them the first day. Really? Yeah. My first picture. There's eight of them there in the picture. But um, towards the end, when the guide came back and he was retrieving, and I was helping him retrieve as well, uh, ducks out of the water. Um, he brought another one that wasn't part of that first picture but you know by that time we loaded everything on the tailgate now when you go out there and you k- kill yourself nine ducks do they eat those i mean they're fresh they're cooked that night i well, mean do you we, fry no, them up we, on the grill we, or we, what? you're allowed 30 we were shooting 30 per session but, but what do they do with them once you get them back to the they, hacienda well they actually um collect them all they they did feed us um four species of duck which was amazing uh as appetizers and and meal if you want but um, they they donate most of that um, meat to uh, orphanage and also to people in need for for food. Really? Yeah. So you, same uh, thing with, with. I mean, is you know, it freezable? I mean, you can put it in a freezer. You can keep it. Uh, you know, for the next group of guys who come yeah. in or something like that. I mean, can't you do that? I'm sure. You know, but let me tell you the 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 food. The chef there. I mean, every meal was five star. You know, and you have wine with every meal as well. And and when I shot the black buck. It was a, a all day thing, you know, and and they have a couple hundred thousand acres of property that they use. Nobody, they don't exhaust the duck hunting areas. They they have like sixty of them, so they rotate people. And the area that they use 
um, one week, they won't use it the next week. And I mean, they, they have they have one guy that his job is a scout. He goes to every blind. You know, they check everything. They look at over everything. They fix everything. The blinds. You know, I mean, they it is a well oiled operation. And what I say to people, yeah, it is a little bit expensive, but you know what? If you save up and if you have a boat sitting in your yard and you haven't used it, sell that, garage sale, you get your tax check, you do a little overtime, you put the money together, and you make it happen. Just like everything else in our everyday lives, when you want something, you'll find the money for it. Oh, yeah. And so, and, and like you said, it's uh, you know it could be the trip of a lifetime yeah, for, this was for a, a person to, to be able to go do that. Um in an area like that, I've been to a couple of lodges that are similar to that, not quite mm-hmm. to that extreme, but um, it, it it makes an adventure and it makes a memory that you'll never forget. Oh, it adds every it adds to everything. The only sad part is, I will say this: is that when you go by yourself, you were with friends, so that helps yeah. a lot. Uh-huh. But anytime you ever go to a place like that by yourself, the the one regret I always say is, man, I wish I'd have had. You know, my wife or my kids or somebody with me to be able to do. Oh, that. absolutely! I wish I can go with my wife and kids. I mean, that would just—I love travel, and if you can mix hunting and fishing with your travel and your family and a couple good friends, I mean, that's that's what it's about. I mean, hey, um, you know, maybe maybe after uh, we get your wife out on an alligator hunt, she'd be willing to go do a duck hunt. Oh, I think I think maybe you know I I know you know she gets excited so you know it's just w- one of those things uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it because she's never gone hunting ever you know she's gone shooting and she's a pretty good shot uh, and you know she's pretty animated so uh, yeah you know that well maybe we need <laughs> to, maybe we need to get her out there with us when we go to do that sporting clays thing and. Uh... Go out to fish. Hard. That would be well, fun. That'd well, be a hey, good way to get her stepping ne- out. Next, and do it. The next trip that I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to invite everybody. And Will Sullivan was invited to Mexico, and Will, my, our buddy Will Sullivan, was invited to this trip. I mean, but you know, he just couldn't make it happen. You know, and I had to try to do, make it happen because I had been invited in the past a few times, and then you know, um, one of our friends has been there eleven times. <laughs> I think this was his twelfth time. <clears throat> And, wow. and he said, "Hey, you know, I got a good spot. I've been here a lot, and I got a, a deal. So I, you know, Cubans love deals. I jumped all <laughs> over that deal, man. I made it happen. So. Well, I, I know that uh, it, it's a good time, and I know you had a fabulous time. But uh, Eddie's out in Plant City. He's My probably boy, Eddie. I think he's probably uh, stopped over on the side of the road pumping gas or something. So, uh, well. what's going on, Eduardo?" Hey, my brother, Carlos Lopez. <laughs> what's up, Eddie? What's up, my man? Hey, I'm heading to the Hacienda. I figured you'd be about back. Oh. Heck yeah, I'm, head, I'm gonna be going by the Gator Slayer's house in a little bit. Oh, mm. yeah, are you in the truck right now? No. Yeah, he's, I'm in my pickup. Oh, he's in his oh, pickup. He's in his pickup, man. I don't know if you heard, but I got them Altera socks for you, my man, for your hunting season I heard this year. I guess I'll I gotta see you. Call he thought for the bait. Yeah, you're gonna swing by at G5 on uh, in September. I'll bring them socks for you, my man. I'll be there, my brother. I got another pair for Toby Benoit. Also, I got those hey. on the side. And Ian Nance that writes for uh, Polk Outdoors. Very nice. Yeah. We get, yeah. we gonna get some spray uh, green spray paint and paint Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the. Got the get her done, get her slayer, the Cuban redneck, and Shrek 
in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Also, well, you're talking about his toenails, right? Because he's always wearing them flip flops. He's going to do the full body paint like they do down there in Feathers. Look, he's not even talking, man. That doesn't happen. You froze him right there. Bam. You no, frozen. I'm just trying to figure out why why I got the thing Shrek. I don't know. I just because uh, you look like Shrek. Yeah, you got that kind of vibe going the on, shape. man. Oh, the shape, the shape of your head. Hey, oh. Halloween's coming up, bro. We'll dress you up as Shrek. I don't do Halloween. No. Just man, I wear a seven and a quarter, man. Don't tell me I got a big head. Who the hell knows that head size? What I do. I wear a cowboy hat. I got to know what Dude, size. Does one size fit all? That's no, it. it doesn't work that Holy way. Holy mother. I, I didn't grow up in New York where everything has to be a fitty. Well, whatever. <laughs> don't hate, bro. Don't hate. You got to know your cowboy size hat. Otherwise, you got a hat on that blows off in the wind, man. You got to know what you got to do. The, the only cowboy. The, for. Yeah, the only cowboy in I'm New York. I'm not Australian, my friend. Is the one from the village people. That's it. The what? <laughs> the, the only cowboy in New York that I knew of was the village people. So. Mm. <laughs> you know, oh, more. my gosh. What, what about the uh, naked cowboy there in New York City? Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm I, don't know. I stay away from that stuff, man. He's not really <laughs> naked. He's wearing underwear. So. Oh, I know. The guy at Times Square. That's right. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know yeah. him. Oh, we're getting a signal for break. What? Yeah, we Aaron, did. Aaron gave us a signal. I'm glad you can One see minute. her. I didn't see her at all. One minute. Yeah, so uh, come on out and see us on the uh, 22nd. We'll be out there at G5 Feeding Outdoors. We'll be broadcasting live, so uh, come out and get your socks. Hey. Yeah, man. Hello, big man. Come and, and hang out. Yeah. And uh, one thing uh, we're going to do is we're going to also offer a uh, alligator hunting package out there. They're going to do something to uh. Uh, try and raffle that off. Not raffle or do do whatever door prize or something like that the everything you need to go hunt an alligator will be except for the boat except for the boat and uh, and of course the licensing i so. see eddie's getting his property ready also he really i've been watching him yeah he's on his tractor and stuff I, I follow you on facebook my man get it out there get I her got, done i got 35 acre orange grove i take care of besides working truck well i like hunting orange groves you heard that early in the <laughs> segment hey we got we got a break we got a break yeah, we'll talk to you yeah. when we see you, Eddie. All right, Eddie. Be All good. Right. See you, brother. All right, we got to take a fast break. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay with us, you guys. We'll be right back. Here we go. we got a few minutes left. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Carlos, and Bill in the studio today. Uh, Glenn's out working, working his butt off today. He couldn't come in and play with us today. And uh, Jonathan is out in New Mexico trying to get it done out there with his uh, mule deer hunt going on. <clears throat> Says he's working, but, you know, it is what it is. I uh, wanted to save this till the end, see what Bill George seemed to think about this. So, Bill George, are you going to be buying your Levi's or not? My Levi's? Yeah. Yes or no? I haven't bought a pair of Levi's in a while. I get them for my birthday and Christmas. We could tell. <laughs> so. I get them for birthday and Christmas. Yeah. I don't know, but you're not kind to your jeans. I was no. just saying no. that this past week, of course, with all the uh, protesting and uh, <laughs> boycotting and everything else like that with Nike and now Levi's and everything else, it's just... Uh, What's up with Levi's? Well, they've decided to pledge a million dollars to Bloomberg and his anti-gun 
stuff up there, his anti-gun agenda and all that stuff. I will just tell you this much. I, I stopped wearing Levi's, I guess, when they weren't made in the United States Listen, anymore. So You I, haven't worn a pair of pants. I still have some. I mean, I still have, I still <laughs> dude, have some. Dude, <laughs> I've known you for at least six, seven years. I've never seen you in a pair of pants. You know, I'm in a dilemma. I've seen you in sneakers twice, and it freaked me out. <laughs> I, I, I will say this. Uh, you know, I've got my, uh, my uh, daughter has her father-daughter dance. Uh, coming up next Saturday. Oh, that's going to be cute. And so I asked her, I was like, uh, Dada, what am I supposed to wear? She's like, you can wear whatever you want to, Dad, but could you wear long pants? I went, well, I've got to go dig through a few drawers and see if I can find some. I think he probably told Ridian, um, I might have some dressy shorts. I may, have, I, may have some, I may have some khakis. Some black dressy shorts. Somewhere in the back of the closet. I'll have to go dig through I, something and see if I I'll can find them. i my toenails. Yeah, <laughs> see what I can do. I'll right. put shoes on. That's the other thing. I'm like, what shoes do I even have? I've got some you know, tennis shoes and stuff like that. So I may have to go and rent a suit or something somewhere. Oh, to, boy. Do, do they even rent? See, suits may, anymore? May, I don't maybe, know. maybe Steve Austin could lend you something. Yes. Steve doesn't have a suit. Are you kidding? Might I know have, he might have, have shoes. Man, whatever. I think I'll just go tropical. Just, maybe I'll just wear a nice go silk down shirt to the and... Halloween place and order your Shrek <laughs> outfit. <laughs> yeah, that'll be work. That'll be nice. Hey, before I forget, take that video if you can. Just share it on your page, and then people can go look at it. I'm not going to do that. The for five, you. the five people that listen to this show. Yeah, I'm not going to do Eddie's that. Eddie's one of them. Well, he, he already looked at it on your page. Why, why should I spread uh, the well, spread the wealth? Yeah, he'll he'll give you one. No, nah, I don't think so. Uh, also, this past week, FSU has decided uh, that's our college. Yes, FSU has decided to. Uh, uh, it says um, they were uh, they had a challenge for the car uh, if you had a firearm in your automobile while you're on campus, and I always said, well, for one thing, how are they gonna how are they gonna even know? <laughs> I mean, in rea- in reality, if uh, you, you know you got it in the in the if proper you have storage, it, that's nobody that's nobody's business. If you have it in the ro- the gun rack in the back window of a pickup truck, they might notice. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. Uh, that's, I think that's gone the way of the dodo. Yeah, these that's days. old. That's old school, man. I don't. I don't. You know, you but, can't trust your fellow human beings anymore to to be able to do that without them smashing well, windows. That, that's and, because of the crackheads and the meth heads. Well, that so. that has a lot to do with it too. But uh, I just thought it was funny that they brought it up and. Uh, <sighs> You know, the funny thing is, is that the state law allows you to do that. And they were saying, no, it doesn't matter. And they said, well, you know, you're lying to your students if you tell them that they can't do that. So uh, Bill George had a good point. It's like, if it's in there, it's hidden. How are you going to know? It has it has no bearing on anything whatsoever. Out of sight, out of mind. That's why they call it uh, concealed, I guess. It's one of those things. I, I, I'll, I'll see if I can share your little video on our Facebook page so that people can see it. It's not a little video. How long is it? No, it, it you made it sound small. It, it, it's kind it's of, only like two, three minutes, man. Which is little. It's, it's nice. Yeah. It's, it's, hey, if people want to see what the place is all about, that's it. Los Cristones, save up some money. You know, it took me a year. What do you want? Me, well, what, what do you want me to say about it? Now I'm getting ready to share it. What 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 uh, thing do you want me to put on there? 
If Carlos it, no, loves no, this place. No, nobody has to Even give you Carlos words to talk could about. Hit a bird here. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Bill. Don't listen to Bill. Aaron, turn off Bill's mic. Please turn off his mic. Dump him. I, I got a question. Hit the dump button. How many times did you pull the trigger and a duck different than the one you thought you were shooting fell? I don't know, man, but I could shoot him in the dark. <laughs> I was the first guy shooting. Everybody at the lodge is like, that's Carlos. That's Carlos. I mean, I was laying him down. I was I was in a zone. I paid a lot of money, man. I got to make a count. So, you know? If I'm spending money, something's going to go. Yeah. So, you know. That's, you know. That's... Braden, you're not talking. I'm. I'm, I'm trying to. Out. I'm trying to write your uh, thesis here you on my uh, share here. You can't so, do two things at once. No, you, I can't. It's, it's, you it's don't need birds. You gonna put even Carlos could hit a bird here. I only have like 13 minutes left on my battery here, so I gotta. Okay. I gotta do this as quickly as possible. Yeah, well, hurry up. Unless you want to write the dissertation on here. Uh, yeah. Seven minutes left on the show. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> what well, you got places to go today? Come on, yeah, work it out. Come on. I gotta ask you. Did you bring back everything that you left with? No, I left my Altera hats with the guides. I left my Thermocell hats with the guides. Uh, you know, did you tip, leave tip any? Them, ther- did you leave any? Well. Leave any Thermocells with them down there? I no, mean- no. I only took the new Thermocell uh, radius with me, um, but we really didn't have to use it. Really, no bugs. No, yeah, no there wasn't big deal? really. No, there wasn't was that much water. Wasn't that time of year? You know, because it's winter in Argentina now. Actually. So when they when you say winter, how cold was it? Um, it for us it wasn't really that cold fifties. Um, you know, that's not winter. Well, for you know Florida people it is, but you know up towards the mountains it can get to you know twenty and stuff like that. We weren't there, but still it's their winter and it was the beginning of winter, so it wasn't too bad. Beautiful place. Yeah. Well, Beautiful I mean, I, nice again, I, I am sharing the video on our uh, Facebook page so you can go check it out or uh, you can get the link to it from just going to bigandwild dot com. That's bigandwild dot com and. Uh, it's a beautiful video. I don't know who did it, uh, but oh, it Pablo, looks... Pablo did it. He's amazing. He lives in uh, Patagonia. Well, whoever did it, they did a really good job on it. That's for sure. And uh, I, I see that you're in here quite a few times. So, yep. uh, you know, I'm, wait, I'm waiting famous. for the royalties to come in, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so I could go back. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that way you can do your promotion. Hey, hey, look, I did a promotional video for you guys. I should at least get a dove hunt. I'm inviting know. a lot of people on the next one, and we may be planning an African hunt in the future. So, you know, I'll be saving up for that. Well, that's so. nice. I, I know it's one of those places that if you go to once, you're going to want to go to a million, million times, and and uh, you said it right the first time. Is once you go to a place like that, you're pretty much spoiled. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm doing my part time job. You know, playing the lottery uh, <laughs> that way. So if I could win and I can go places every year, you know, go with your friends and your family, like you said earlier. Yeah, I always. Uh, you know, I even talked about it on the morning show for years. I said, uh, I said, what would you do if you if you ever won the the lottery? I said, me and my friends would be hunting somewhere every single weekend. Yeah, that'd be uh, you load up about ten guys into a private jet and uh, we're out yeah. <laughs> somewhere, somehow, some way. We're going somewhere today. Get a, get a nice big lease and build a log cabin house on it. And sure, that'd be awesome. Ha- have fun. That just would have be... fun, fun, fun. You know, so. I'd have to I'd have to buy a whole big giant uh, garage full of freezers because I'd be trying to bring back everything that I shot. That's G- for sure. Garage, you'd probably get one of those like air hangers, air airplane <laughs> hangers and put stuff and line that bad boy up with all the toys all and the all freezer. that stuff. All your freezers? Yeah. I don't need that many toys. I just need a place to store all the meat cuz I I'm one of those that if I if I shoot it, I got to at least try it. I no. want to see what yeah, it tastes same like. Same thing you, with me. I asked them to I got it. I got to I got to taste it. You 
you'd have to turn around and go hunt every other weekend. One weekend you hunt, the next weekend you have a cookout. Uh, then you yeah. hunt, then you have a cookout. Like, That's a good I like, idea. I like that. I like that, Bill. Hope one of us wins. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, we'll, we'll all go get tickets tonight. It'll and you be know, a good time. I, I I have to thank my wife for that trip. You know, and the other one I took also to Mexico. Um, you know, she's like, you work hard and you know, you've never gone anywhere. You always sacrifice for the family. So it's nice to save up some money well, and do something you always dreamed about. It paid off. Finally. It sure did. It well, paid I, off. I tell you, George and I are really excited about trying to get her out alligator hunting. Oh, that's going to be really good. Well, and, let's hope that happens I, pretty soon. I may, I may be going with you to you and George to Pennsylvania. I'll believe it when I see it. I will, too. Well, we got to get out of here. We'll see you guys next Saturday. And don't forget, we're going to be broadcasting live out of G5 Feeding Outdoors on September 22nd. We hope you'll come by and see us. Come out and hang out with us. Shake a hand. Say hello. Take a picture. Do whatever you want to do. It's going to be a good time had by all. Glenn, Jonathan, sorry we missed you, but we hope to have you back by next weekend. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. It's Big and Wild Outdoors. See you next Saturday. Later. Thanks, Carlos. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Aaron.